0: Employ intent mapping for every core page on your site with Helen Pollitt from iTech Media. Brought to you by Majestic, I'm David Bain and this is SEO in 2022. Helen, what's your number one SEO tip for 2022?
1: My number one tip is to consider granular intent mapping for every core page on your site. And by intent mapping, I mean, are you sure that you absolutely understand what it is that someone who is landing on your core pages really wants to do when they get on those pages? So from that, it should really inform the type of content that you have on those pages, how that content is displayed, signposting that that content has in it. It should really dictate everything about the content and the user journey through your site from that landing page.
0: So how does an SEO become confident of the intent? Is there... A a set place that you should actually start asking customers and potential customers queries and and doing surveys. Uh, uh, How do you define that intent?
1: I would really start right at the the basics, really, of doing some good keyword research. Get yourself a a seed list of keywords, and then just using your own intelligence to actually try to understand what might someone who's searching for this particular query be looking for. Uh, Sometimes it's very obvious. Um, For instance, if someone is searching for uh, karaoke bars near me. You kind of know what they're looking for. They're looking for a list of karaoke bars near them. Um, If they are searching for something like best karaoke bars near me, then you can start to infer that actually there might be some kind of uh, intention to have criteria set against that list of karaoke bars. So just from reading through the seed keyword list and actually starting to whittle that down, you should be able to understand what the intent is. But from there, I tend to see what Google thinks the intent is. So I might put some of those keywords into into Google and see what sort of search results are brought back. And really that then helps you to understand what Google might decide the intent is. And that might change over time. So it's worth uh, doing that repeatedly whilst you are optimizing those, those landing pages if you're doing that over a long period of time. So, and then it's also really worth looking at some of the conversations that you're having with your, your customers, your visitors to your site. If you happen to have um, call logs, for instance, or you can speak to your your customer service team and get an understanding of what it is that, that your customers are really talking about and what they mean by uh, the language that they're using so that you can start to really understand and get into the mindset of your customers.
0: So if you've defined... Um a different intent for similar keyword phrases, where do you draw the line in terms of um, deciding that's worthwhile having separate distinct pages on your website?
1: It might not be worthwhile having separate distinct pages, but it might be that it just informs the type of content that you have on, on those pages. So those pages might not just uh, contain information that is mapped to one particular intent. It might be that People who have slightly different intent are still able to find what they need from that one page. Um, so, in my example um, about karaoke bars, you might decide actually if someone is typing in "karaoke bars near me," their intent is just for a list of karaoke bars in their geography. You might not even bother optimising for that search phrase at all because Google Maps has probably swept up most of the traffic there. But best karaoke bars near me or top karaoke bars near me or uh, what should I do on a night out you can start to look at those kind of search phrases and although they might have slightly different intent behind them you might be able to craft content uh, for the one page that actually meets all of those user needs so it's worth considering actually can you just create a really rich page that covers a few intents that are quite similar rather than looking at having individual pages because it's not just that the keywords might be cannibalize, but actually you might see an overlap in terms of the the intent behind those those pages.
0: Great. Right. Okay. So in essence, what you'd do is you'd um, categorize intents that were quite similar, and you would perhaps create H2 heading sections on your page to deal with the different intents that you've identified?
1: Potentially, yes. I mean, if we think about how Google is introducing this, the paragraph indexing and how it's starting to pull out just distinct bits of information from pages, we can use that as a bit more of a, an understanding of how it might be able to deal with pages that have slightly mixed uh, intent. But as long as you are quite distinct in mapping the intent against those pages, I don't think that would be an issue.
0: Okay, so that's the intent and, and the, the mapping of the intent. Um, the second part of that was to your core pages. So how do you actually define what your core pages are?
1: I would say it's the pages that are really generating whatever conversion is that you're measuring. So is it, um, is it actual revenue? Are they your your product pages? Are they your um, pages that are leading to, to forms being filled in? But it's not just the pages that convert. It might also be your pages that are attracting people at the top of the marketing funnel, for instance. So um, it might be your long tail keyword pages. So ones that are answering questions or uh, blog pages. It's anything really that you think is going to help bring in an attracted audience to your website, an audience that might be at the top of its uh, user journey. It might be at the top of the marketing funnel, but actually can be brought down the marketing funnel. So it's about the pages that are likely to really engage your audience. I'd say those are your core pages.
0: And is this strategy for any type of business or is there a particular type of business that's most suited to this this particular strategy?
1: I'd say any business that has a website. So really it's, okay. it's for anyone. Um, I wouldn't say it's particularly for e-commerce or or a particular type of business. It's really for anyone that wants to engage users on their website.
0: Okay, great. Um, So if an SEO wants to put this into action, put this tip into action, um, is there a particular frequency that it should be done by? Should it be done all at once um, over over a a number of weeks and then set and forget that's it done? Or is it something that needs to be done on a more consistent basis and a regular basis?
1: I wouldn't say it's either, actually. I don't think it's it's definitely not set and forget. But it's also not necessarily something that you would be scheduling in. I think you need to be keeping an eye on your data. If you're noticing that actually click through is dropping or rankings are dropping or your traffic is dropping, then that to me triggers a bit of an uh, an alert that you need to start auditing those pages. And it might well be that as part of that audit, you look at things like the intent mapping, has Google started to favor a different type of content over the type of content that you have on the page? Is it that people are coming through to your site, but actually language has changed to an extent whereby what used to be the perceived intent behind that keyword is actually no longer the intent behind that keyword. And you need to change how you are structuring your page or the content that's on your page. So I wouldn't say it's necessarily something that you do periodically or even something you just do the once and forget about, it needs to be in response to data.
0: Okay. And how do you measure the success of this? Is it simply looking at the the quantity of organic traffic that you're getting? Uh, is it looking at the number of satisfied customers that you've got and perhaps an increase in conversion rates or something else?
1: I'd say quality of traffic over quantity of traffic, because quantity of traffic isn't necessarily going to lead to the conversions that you want. Um, and really about intent mapping is is making sure the right people are coming to your page so for me it's about seeing that there is a a good level of organic traffic coming to your site that is actually converting and it might be that you notice rankings go up for certain keywords and fall for others because your page becomes less relevant for those uh, keywords that don't match the intent of the page so really it's kind of a combination of those sorts of metrics but the focus needs to be is the traffic that's coming to this page actually carrying out the activities that we want someone to be carrying out from this page. And that might not be a conversion. It might be a click through to another page on the site. It might be a continuation of the user journey through the website, or it could be a purchase or it could be a lead. It it's, depends on what the, the purpose of that page is and what you want a user to do once they've hit that page.
0: So is this a strategy that's only suitable for existing content or is this something that can be implemented in in new content that's created? And therefore, is it necessary to actually talk about um, coming up with the the optimum form of new content and conversations with content creators?
1: Absolutely needs to happen for new content. I, I don't know why you'd be putting content on the site unless you actually knew who it was for and what you wanted them to do uh, once they'd read your content. So yes, very much for existing content and optimizing that and tweaking that to make it more effective. But definitely, definitely for when you're putting new content onto a site or even when you're building your site from scratch. What is the point of this page? What is it trying to do? What sort of user do we expect to come to this page? And all of that information should be informing your UX team, your design team, your content writers, because it's such a useful piece of information for them to have that they can then start their work from. Content writers need to know who their audience is. They need to know what their audience is looking to do and what we're looking to guide them to do. So without that intent mapping, it's quite difficult for a content writer to, to write something that is going to be effective.
0: And should it be in general an SEO leading this in an organisation? Because it sounds something that's quite suitable for um, a fairly creative um, content creator or some other person within the marketing department, perhaps a head of marketing to um, really take control of this and, and run with this. Or do you think it's an SEO that should lead it?
1: That very much depends on the the politics within your organization, I would say, and where those kind of boundaries have been drawn in the past. Um, I would love to say that an SEO should be spearheading it because it's something that I think all SEO should be really excited to be doing. But actually, practically, it might be that it, it is better suited to someone who's been upskilled within the content marketing team to understand keyword research and intent mapping. Um, for them to lead it, or perhaps for a product manager to to be leading it. It very much depends on how your organisation is, is structured. But it's definitely something that SEO should be inputting into. It's something that they should be really excited to be working on.
0: But if an SEO hasn't done any intense mapping in the past, and maybe they see the value of it now. So they, they understand actually that's something I should be doing in 2022. However, they're struggling for time. What's one thing that they have been doing on a regular basis over the last few years that's perhaps diminished in value that they should stop doing to actually focus more time on learning things like intent mapping and implementing that?
1: This might be a little bit controversial, but I would say possibly spend a little bit less time trying to carefully sculpt your search results. So, the the snippets that are going to be displayed in Google because actually Google is probably going to be changing those for its own purposes a lot more in the future. So whereas in the past you may have spent a lot of time trying to uh, craft the perfect meta title or make a, a perfect meta description, in all honesty, I can see that kind of activity being less fruitful in the future. And I would suggest actually it's time better spent looking at making sure the landing pages that you're driving that traffic to are exactly meeting the needs of the the searchers because you're more likely to rank um, despite whatever Google decides to show as your, your search snippet and you're more likely to convert your visitors when they land on that page. So for me, that's probably what I would look to do less in favour of intent mapping.
0: Great advice. Well, you can find Helen Pollitt over at itech.media. Helen, thanks for being part of SEO in 2022. Thank you. Check out the rest of the content from SEO in 2022 over at SEOin2022.com.